Welcome to Jesus is the Voice of Truth. Cultivating a lifestyle of generosity will transform every aspect of your life, marriage, family, relationship, and your finances. Join Michael Montoya from Jesus for Life Ministries as he reveals the truth to experiencing God's abundance and grace every day. Welcome to Jesus is the Voice of Truth. My name is Michael Montoya. I am a teacher and an evangelist. And today we're going to talk about how we are saved by grace through our faith. So we're going to learn the process by which Jews and Gentiles are saved by the grace of God, how they are reconciled to God and to one another, how in the union with Christ they become one new man, and how they form a holy temple in which God dwells by His Spirit. Grace means divine assistance for daily living. Paul's readers in Ephesians 2, 8, 9 have already been saved by the grace of God, his undeserved favor to the lost. We need strength from God to face the problems, trials, and sorrows of our life. That is why the Apostle Paul wishes for all believers. Ephesians 2, 8, 9 from King James Version for by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of ourselves, it is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. It all originates with the grace of God. He takes the initiative in providing it. Salvation is given to those who are truly unworthy of it, on the basis of the person and the work of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is given as a present possession. Those who are saved can know it. Writing to the Ephesians, Paul said, you have been saved. He knew it and they knew it. The way we receive the gift of eternal life is through faith. Faith means that man takes his place as a lost, guilty sinner and receives the Lord Jesus as his only hope of salvation. True saving grace is the commitment of a person to a person. Any idea that man can earn or deserve salvation is forever exploded by the words and that not of ourselves. Dead people can do nothing, and sinners deserve nothing but punishment. It is the gift of God. A gift, of course, is free and unconditional. That is the only basis on which God offers salvation. The gift of God is salvation by grace and through faith. It is offered to all people everywhere. Ephesians 2.9 It is not of works, that is, it is not something a person can earn through supposedly meritorious deeds. It cannot be earned, for instance, by confirmation, church membership, church attendance, holy communion, trying to keep the Ten Commandments, living by the Sermon of the Mount, giving to charity, being a good neighbor, living a moral, respectful life, people are not saved by works. And they are not saved by faith plus works. They are saved through faith alone. The minute you add works of any kind or in any amount as a means of gaining eternal life, salvation is no longer by grace. Romans eleven six, And if by grace, then is it no more of works, otherwise grace is no more grace. But if it be of works, then it is no more grace, otherwise 
Work is no more work. One reason that works are positively excluded is to prevent human boasting. If anyone could be saved by his works, then he would have reason to boast before God. This is impossible. In Romans 3.27, where is boasting then, it is excluded. By what law? Of works? Nay, by the law of faith. If anybody could be saved by his own works, then the death of Christ was unnecessary. Galatians 2.21, I do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness come by law, then Jesus is dead in vain. But we know that the reason he died was because there was no other way by which guilty sinners could be saved. If anyone could be saved by his own works, then he would be his own savior and could worship himself. But this would be idolatry, and God forbids it, because in Exodus 23, thou shall have no other gods before me. Even if someone could be saved through faith in Christ, plus his own good works, you, ha you would have the impossible situation of two saviors, Jesus and the sinner. Christ would then have to share the glory of saviorhood with another, and this he will not do. Isaiah 42, 8, I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory will not give to another, neither my praise to graven images. Finally, if anyone could contribute to his salvation by works, then God would owe it to him. His, too, is impossible. God cannot be indebted to anyone, Romans 11.35, or who hath first given to him, and he shall be recompensated unto him again. In contrast to works, faith excludes boasting. Romans 3.27, where is boasting then? It is excluded by what law of works? Nay, by the law of faith, because it is non-meritous. A man has no reason to be proud that he has trusted the Lord. Faith in him is the most sane, rational, sensible thing a person could do. To trust one's creator and redeemer is only logical and reasonable. If we cannot trust him, who can we trust? I'd like to finish by giving everyone a chance to know Jesus better. Making Jesus the Lord of your life is so great. Prayer of salvation is our first real conversation with God. The prayer of salvation is the most important prayer that you will ever pray. When you're ready to become a Christian, we're ready to have our first real conversation with God. And these are the components. We acknowledge that Jesus Christ is God and that he came to earth as a man in order to live the sinful life that we could not live. That he died in our place so that we would not have to pay the penalty that we deserve. We confess our past sinful life, living for ourselves and not obeying God. We admit that we are ready to trust Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior. And then we ask Jesus to come into our heart, take up residence there and begin living through us. It begins with having faith in God. We pray the prayer of salvation when, and we're letting God know that we believe that his word is true. By faith that he has given us, we choose to believe in him. You know, the Bible tells us that without faith it is impossible to believe him. For who he comes to God must believe that he is, that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Hebrews 11.6 So when we pray, asking God for the gift of salvation, we're exercising our free will to acknowledge that we believe in him and that demonstrates faith in God and it pleases him because we have chosen to do that. 
You know, we are confessing our sin. When we pray the prayer of salvation, we're admitting that we have sinned. As the Bible says, to everyone saved through Christ alone, for all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23 To sin is to simply fall short of the mark as an arrow that does not hit quite the, uh, the bullseye. The glory of God that we fall short of is found in Jesus Christ. For it is God who commanded light to show out of darkness who has shown in our hearts to give the light of knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 4.6 So the prayer of salvation then recognizes that Jesus Christ is the only human who ever lived without sin. For he who made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. 2 Corinthians 5.21 So we are professing faith in Christ as Savior and Lord. With Christ as our standard of perfection, we're now acknowledging faith in him as God, agreeing with the Apostle John that in the beginning was the Word, Jesus Christ, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. That's John 1, 1-3. Because God could only accept a perfect sinless sacrifice because he knew that we could not possibly accomplish that. He sent his son to die for us and pay the eternal price. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever should believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. John 3.16 If you would like to say the prayer of salvation today and you mean it with your heart, don't wait a moment longer to start your new life with Jesus Christ. Remember, this prayer is not a magical formula. You are simply expressing your heart to God. And if you want to, pray this prayer with me. Father, I know that I have broken your laws and my sins have separated me from you. I am truly sorry, and I know I want to turn away from my sinful past towards you. Please forgive me and help me avoid sinning again. I believe that your Son, Jesus Christ, died for my sins, was resurrected from the dead, and is alive, and he hears my prayers today. I invite Jesus to become the Lord of my life, to rule and reign in my heart from this day forward. Please send your Holy Spirit to help me obey you and to do your will for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Now what? I prayed this prayer. What happens next? If you've prayed this prayer of salvation with true conviction in your heart, you are now a follower of Jesus Christ. This is a fact. Whether or not you feel any different, some religious systems may lead you to believe that you should feel something a warm glow or a tingle or some mystical experience. The fact is you may and you may not. If you have prayed the prayer of salvation and you meant it, you are now a follower of Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us that your eternal salvation is secure, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's Romans 10.9. So welcome to the family of God. We encourage you to find a local Bible-based church where you can fellowship with other believers and grow in the knowledge of God through His Word, the Bible. This ministry is listener-supported. If you feel that you have benefited from this message from God, please consider helping to support this radio ministry and give a gift of any amount so that we can continue to spread the Word of God through the power of the Holy Spirit on this ministry platform. Go to JesusIsTheVoiceOfTruth.com and may the Lord richly bless you, your family, and your friends. And until next time, God bless. And remember, Jesus is the voice of truth. I hope you enjoyed today's program. 
If you have any prayer requests or questions about Jesus is the Voice of Truth, we encourage you to email us at voiceoftruth411 at gmail.com or visit our website at jesusisthevoiceoftruth.com. Thank you for joining us today, and we look forward to being with you next time. Have a blessed day.